0: all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugarcoated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, AKA sex. Welcome to the unchained sex cast thanks for being here today. I am so excited. Thank you so much for all of your feedback. If this is your first time listening, thanks for being here. Thanks for showing up. If this is your several time listening, Thank you so much. I have received dozens and dozens of messages over the past week. Thank you for all of your kind words. I so appreciate it. And I know I have a list going of different topics and stuff to cover coming up. Please feel free to send me anything that you want me to talk about on the sex cast. I love taking requests from people and seeing what people are really dealing with. And a lot of the time you hear me use personal stories because that's how we relate best. And I will never use any stories relating to any details that could be known because I've been on HIPAA long enough to know if you know a friend, you know a friend, you know a friend who might've heard, who might've heard, who might've heard. Just for those of you who might not know a little bit about me, obviously I am very straightforward. If you haven't listened to this podcast yet, you're about to get a taste. I'm very straightforward. I'm to the point. So much so where I've noticed that I have a lot of time when people meet me, the first time they've met me, I don't know how many times, who thought you were a bitch the first time I met you and then I got to know you. Or, oh my gosh, I just thought you were so intimidating the first time I met you, and then I got to know you. I realized that's because of one of my traits of being straightforward, and I never realized I did it. I can be so analytical and in my head that I like to bypass conversations and things that don't have of any value. And it sounds so selfish. If it's surface level, then I just bypass that shit. And so it has definitely it has made me reflect on several times in my life where I'm like, whew, Sierra, you could have like, you could have had a little friendly foreplay <laughs> because I am just straight to the point sometimes. So much that it's just brutally rude. Definitely learned to tone a little bit, but also I'm gonna be authentically me. And if you're not ready for It's going to be brutal, but I'm going to love you while I do it. If you haven't noticed, I like to cuss. Here's the thing I am the most down to earth person that you will meet. So if you were to see me at the gas station or dinner, wherever out and about, you're going to get the same Sierra that you're hearing right now on this podcast. If you were to see that Sierra in person, you'll probably hear the F bomb. Have you heard what I talk about? I have a very spicy vocabulary. If you aren't, if you're like, In this life that we're living in right now, like if you're in the world in 2023 and you don't have a never ending stream of curse words in your head, like, I don't know if you're really living (laughs) because have you seen the fucking world out there right now? Like, I don't know about you, but it makes me want to say fuck on a daily. So another trait of Sierra, what pops in my head seems to have no problem coming out my mouth. I have definitely been the person to bite my tongue sometimes because a thought will pop in my head and there's like no connection that says, don't, well, actually there is a connection. There's a little voice in my head saying, don't fucking say that Sierra. And then all of a sudden Sierra is like, but I'm going to say it anyways. And so I, you know, that's just that filter. You probably know what I'm talking about. If you're listening to this, some of you are probably like, Oh, yep, that's me. It just pops right out. I'm going to be authentically me and I know that I'm not for everybody and that's okay. If you look on YouTube's biggest videos, if you look on, if you're on Spotify and you're looking at the biggest podcasters or the biggest songs, most popular things right now trending, you're going to see thousands and thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of likes. And then you're going to see 5,000 dislikes because there is 5,000 people in this fucking world that didn't like it. You don't have to please everyone. You don't have to please anyone, but you. You have one life, and I can't say it enough. There is nothing promised, even about this week. Nothing is promised. You're going to get the most authentic, down-to-earth syrup that you can possibly find. I know that cursing can be offensive to some people, and here's my take on it. I was listening to a podcast that definitely helped validate how I am as a person, and trust me, like I've gone I went probably six or seven years of doing business professionally and would never curse, not a single time. And then like, you know, I get home and I'm like a sailor because I got to get it all out. I went through a intense battle, especially with my upbringing about how it how it looks when women cuss or how it looks when people cuss. And I listened to something that just really resonated with me and I was like, that is me and that is what I own. And so it's my truth and that's what I own. That was at some point, you know, we are taught everything, everything we learn, we are taught by someone. And if you have like a toddler at home, like how I do right now, you will fucking feel this on a level because they pick up things so quickly. And sometimes like you find yourself going, where the hell did you learn that? Like, I didn't teach you how to do that definitely didn't teach you how to do that thing either. They pick up on things so quickly. We are taught everything from birth. We are taught at some point, someone taught you or whoever that curse words are offensive and we should find those words offensive. Other words, not even just curse words, but pussy, cunt, like those words were taught to be offensive. I don't know about you, But one, I don't let anyone have power of how I feel because I decide how I feel. And no one's words will ever dictate how Sierra should feel. And two, vibrations bouncing off of someone's vocal cords is going to have you stressed out. Sister, we got a lot of other shit to deal with. I don't give a shit what you say. I'm not going to find offense at your words. You shouldn't either. You're going to get the straightforward, I like to cuss, down to earth Sierra. I know I'm not for everyone. Something I heard recently was we reject ourselves before anyone else. I couldn't agree more. As soon as I heard it, it was in a book. I think I want to say it was the four agreements. If you haven't read that book, holy hell, I think I read it in a day on audio. And it was, I mean, I was literally like, that's it? Oh my gosh, I need more. We reject ourselves before anyone else. It's so true. And how it resonated with me, I first thought when I started building my coaching business and I decided that I was going to launch a podcast because this idea was born several years ago, when I decided that I was going to take that route. I rejected myself before anybody even knew about the idea. I was already rejecting the idea. I was telling myself, well, what about the people who this isn't for? What about the people who judge me for talking about sex for a living? I don't know how much more they could judge me. I have sold sexual wellness products for almost 10 years. So (laughs) I don't know how much more you could judge me. I have gone through trauma, gone through Having my integrity questioned through a lot of lessons, I definitely validated my rejection in those those moments, told myself that this probably won't be possible at some point because of those things that have happened to me. Imagine if everybody in history that ever did anything focused on how they might not be everyone's cup of tea. How many things would we have missed out on? Eight billion people in this world. And you are going to be someone's cup of tea. That's why it kills me whenever somebody comes to me and they're like, I've been trying to find someone and I've been really wanting to get in a relationship, but just no one will. I just can't find anyone. And honey, you are someone's cup of tea. And if you don't believe that, then why should anyone else believe that? If you're not believing it yourself, I had to overcome rejecting myself. I learned how to do things and do them while I was scared shitless still. And that's just my new life now. I do things and I'm like fucking terrified, but I'm gonna still do it. I shouldn't say that's my life now because looking back, like I've always been the adventurous person. Like growing up, I was the one like, let's go jump off that fucking cliff. Let's go do that bungee jumpy thing. Let's go do all the crazy stuff. Am I scared? Holy fuck. Yeah. But am I going to let anybody know that? No. Cause I'm alpha female. Fuck. No, you're not going to know I'm scared. I'm going to do it anyways. Like that's just me. That's just my personality. So we reject ourselves before anyone else and we limit ourselves. It can sometimes look like perfectionism. I don't know if my perfectionists are listening to this. Trying to make everything be perfect. Remaining in relationships or jobs that are stagnant, that's self-rejection at its fucking finest. You are telling yourself that you don't deserve to be happy or that you don't deserve the relationship of your ideal world. You don't deserve the relationship that you think it's crazy that people will judge you. We reject our truths before anybody else even knows about it. And that's what blows my mind. And I love talking to humans. Obviously, it's my job. I love human interaction because I'm so fucking fascinated. We stay in places that don't fulfill us. We stay in relationships that don't fulfill us on every level. We tell ourselves, oh, well, we just don't deserve it or anyone will be like this. No, that's not true. You can live the life that you want. You can have the job that you want. How many people stay in jobs that are stagnant and that are bored, that are not growing, that are not fulfilling. Self-rejection can also look like not pursuing our highest aspirations. Again, staying in a job versus going out and starting your own fucking business. Oh, mom told you that you'd never make it in your own business. Did mom ever run a business? Because if she didn't, she has no right to give you any business advice at all. How many of us are staying in places because of our self-rejection? The biggest one, the biggest one opting for instant gratification so that we can avoid short term discomfort. Meanwhile, we are freaking ending up opting out on our long term life fulfillment. Mic drop. We are opting in for this short term gratification. We are avoiding this small portion of discomfort when if we just like got over ourselves and bustled through the short term discomfort on the other side, you mean we're having. Lifelong fulfillment. What's wrong with us? You know, sometimes, like, I mean, I've asked myself this many times, like, what's wrong with you, Zira? I mean, trust me, I ask, I ask myself this probably on a daily basis, like, whoa, what are you thinking? So, why do we avoid this short term discomfort? Honestly, I think a lot of us are scared. I think fear is what's behind a lot of it. Will people accept my choices? What will people think if I came out and did the real thing and if I did the real thing I wanted to do? I think that fear and self-rejection sits with us and we hold it and we just hang on to it and we don't ever let it go. And we think, what will people think? Will my choices be accepted? What will people think I do? You know, How will they think the life that I live? And then we just get so wrapped up in that fear that we just sit there and we just sit there and we say stagnant. Because we want to avoid that discomfort of breaking out, of making those choices, of not giving a fuck what people think. And so how many of us are missing out on lifelong fulfillment in our lives, in our relationships, in our sex, because we are scared of what other people think if my choices will be accepted. So you mean to tell me we are living our life based off of fear. At what point do you say, I'm not going to let fear control me anymore? Let me just say, Remember how I am the, I will be the first to say, I know what fear looks like. I have done some crazy shit. I have worked in the sexual wellness industry. I'm in the industry that no one wants to be in. That is like unheard of. That is taboo as fuck. You know, I'm going to do a podcast on the three, the three responses I get whenever I tell someone that I'm a sex coach or that I work in the sexual wellness industry, there is three responses that I get. And I will do an episode on those three responses. I have been in a place of fear and I know what that looks like. Have also been the one to say, I'm fucking scared and I'm gonna do it anyway, bitch, because that's what we have to do. We have to say, yeah, I'm fucking scared and own it. If you're scared, you're scared. Life is scary, but we do shit anyways. We move forward anyways. Remember when I said you don't owe anyone anything? You don't. You can also take steps forward being scared shitless. It's all about fulfillment. Are you being fulfilled in all areas of your life? Let me just say my dumb ass blurts this out at the worst moments. Again, I have that thing in my head where it pops in my head and somehow I can't stop it from coming out my mouth. I'm just so curious about how some of our decisions are and that we continually stay in situations that do not fulfill us. And at some point we just decide if it doesn't kill me, I'll just deal with it. Women are especially fucking bad about this. Let me just say women are badasses on a whole new level. I don't know how many women I know that are like, I've just dealt with endometriosis pain for years. You know, it's not killed me. So I just, I'll just take ibuprofen and just deal with it. Or how many women I've met that are like, oh, I haven't had sex in over a year because I'm just having a lot of pain and I haven't, you know, gone to the doctor or anything yet. What? A year? Because you're having pain? If it doesn't kill me, I'll just deal with it. Men are guilty of that too. I mean, I don't know who's worse, men or women actually, because men can be horrible and just deal with it and just push it down and emotions, suppress their emotions, suppress their sexualities. If it doesn't kill me, I'll just deal with it. How many years have you spent with cups empty, leaving you feeling sad, leaving you feeling broken, unloved, unfulfilled? I'm here to say that you deserve a deep, fucking fulfilled life in every aspect. You deserve to be loved, fucked, and fulfilled in what ways you see fit. You're not asking too much. You're not asking too much. And if there's anyone in your life right now that is telling you you're asking for too much, you shouldn't be asking for that or I can't give you that. I'm just gonna say now that you aren't asking for too much. Your desire's matter. Your love matters. Your life matters. You matter. So please don't waste another day not being fulfilled. Take a step. I'll hold your hand. We'll be scared shitless together, but we will move towards the life that we want. Scared shitless or not, not giving a shit what anybody else thinks. We deserve it. We deserve to be loved And we deserve to be fulfilled in our lives. I appreciate you so much. Know that you are loved. I will catch you guys on our next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Unchained Sexcast.